This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. You want to be my wife? Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick. <laughs> is going on and welcome to take on a word with johnny and mike d here once again um in the podcast bungalow or the podcast bunker the basement bunker deep in the hills of schuylkill county i was gonna say everything next thing should I buy that freaking thing off you what thing that uh no <laughs> that's good man no but you know, i ordered from arkansas or something like that i would you don't mind if i like later on, maybe I'll have another puff or two. Fifteen bucks. Okay. No, that's how much they cost. When oh, I oh, I thought you meant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. After uh, all, I mean, we did. You did make oh, the smoked pork belly burn ends. Oh, they were so good. That was our podcast fuel for today. I mean, last episode. Because we don't film multiples in a row. Oh, no. <laughs> and I haven't been wearing the same clothes for weeks on end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a little bit of housekeeping. Take on the World is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Um, go to deluxeeditionnetwork.com and check out all the great shows on the network. All of them. Uh, Specifically, check out the Spotlight Podcast. And if you're listening to this in November, the Spotlight Podcast is Horsing Around, uh, the Red Horse Podcast. Um, these guys are hilarious. I love listening to them. Uh, monsters, conspiracies. You name it. Yeah, they got it all. Pretty much. Uh, I have listened to almost every episode they have. And enjoy yeah. everyone. And I'll say, like I said before, I'm tired of going down that YouTube rabbit hole where you're just sitting there, like Cartman, like, uh, and you don't know what to watch. Like, you sc- it's almost like, uh, you know, Netflix. You keep scrolling, you can't find anything you want to watch, but they always got something there for you. There's always something at the Deluxe Edition Network for you to listen to. Something to scratch that itch here you've been wanting. So, moving on. What do we got today, Michael? Well, you had sent me a video. Uh, some dude <laughs> obviously doesn't like Steven Seagal. Can we drop his uh, YouTube handle? Uh, sure. Space Ice. He's hilarious. It is funny. I I just sat there. I think I watched every single one of them in there. He does a great job, so shout out to that guy. Check him out on YouTube. It's hilarious. So John says to me, hey, we got to do a show on how much Steven Seagal sucks. <laughs> how much his movies suck. And I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. We could do that. So as I always do, I started researching Steven Seagal. 
and found out how much this dude is an alleged piece of shit. <laughs> um, I'll be the first one to admit that I have watched and like most of the early Steven Seagal movies. Uh, 1988's Above the Law, 1990's Mark for Death, uh, 91's Hard for, or 90, 1990, Hard to Kill, and 91's Out for Justice. This is like the... And if he if he stopped at those four, that would be fine. Yeah. But, oh no. Everything uh, after no, that, no, I no, think, no, no. is kind of... This is like... He is like the 500-pound Steven Seagal. Hey, well, we'll get into that. Well, uh, 92's Under Siege was okay. I I did like Under Siege. You didn't join the Navy. What the hell does he say? Uh, anyways, I'll think of it. I'll spurt it out later on. But by 1994, I was like 24 years old. And I was not particularly politically fully aware at the time. And I remarked to myself when I watched On Deadly Ground, I just felt like Steven Seagal was shoving environmentalism down my throat, and I didn't really like or appreciate it. Really? Yeah. Which movie was this? On Deadly Ground. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that one. Um, by 96, uh, he was in Executive Decision. And the legendary Kurt Russell, one of my favorite actors, was in that movie, and I was like excited to see that movie, and <sighs> Steven Seagal's tiny little part that he had in that movie was tropey, and his acting was less than stellar. Um, <laughs> so you're gonna see a trend here. So now you told me watch this uh, this guy's videos, so I watched them, and one of the movies he was talking about was Against the Dark. It was made in 2009. <laughs> and it was a fucking shit show, dude. Uh, okay. I made Nathan watch it with me. Uh, so I made Nathan watch it with me, and <laughs> when we were done watching it, he's like, Dad, what did you subject me to? What did I just watch? <laughs> but did you feel better about yourself as a person, as a human being, after watching that? Uh, I will tell you, I felt better about myself as a human being when I looked through his history and found out all the shit he has been accused of. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, Steven Seagal, Steven Frederick Seagal, was born uh, April 10th, 1952 in Lansing, Michigan. His mother once described young Steven as a frail and suffering from asthma. Does that make any sense? Uh, he was a puny kid back then, but he really thrived after the move from Michigan to California. Hmm. So, Steven Seagal is an actor, screenwriter, producer, martial artist with a seven-dan black belt in Aikido. Uh, he's a singer. He released two albums. Uh... <laughs> I listened to songs from uh, Crystal Cave and Mojo Priest, which is his album. What do you think? They're fucking horrible. Are they? He's a guitarist, an environmentalist, an animal rights activist, a reserve deputy sheriff, maybe, uh, 
and he's a Putin lover. Okay, I didn't know that about him. Steven Seagal once referred to Putin as one of the world's greatest leaders. Hmm. And various media have cited Steven Seagal and uh, President Vladimir Putin as friends, and Steven stated that he would like to consider Putin as a brother. How? Well, this is all before all this crap happened. How did he get wrapped up in that, that world? Know. Well, he, he reportedly has American, Serbian, and Russian citizenship. Because <laughs> he films all the shitty movies over there. Probably. Uh, from 1996 to 2018, he has multiple women accused Steven Skull of sexual harassment <clears throat> or assault. And, and this is where the piece of shit comes from. Uh, so, 91, he was filming Out for Justice. Three women accused Stephen of sexually, sexual harassment. And they settled out of court for $50,000 each. Really? Oh, my God. Yes. And that was in 91. What does that tell you? It tells me that they didn't want to deal with a lawsuit. And he alleged, I... he allegedly did something. Sometimes it's... Maybe easier to just uh, listen. I did hear this a long time ago on the radio, uh, and it was a famous basketball player. And he hooked up with this girl, I guess, met her at the bar, brought her back to his apartment. And he claims as soon as he shut the door, she says, If you don't give me X amount of money, I'm gonna go to the media and tell you, tell them that you raped me. And they're like, Well, what did you do? He's like, Pater. It's just easier. He's like, I'm not going to rule my career wrapped up in litigation and this and that. So, benefit of the doubt, maybe? I don't know. Okay, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for the first three. <laughs> for the first three, yeah. yeah. So, okay. in 1995, he was charged with employment discrimination, sexual harassment, breach of conduct, and accused of threatening and beating a woman during the filming of Undeadly Ground. Jesus Christ. The case was dismissed. Listen to me, bitch. You're not claiming nothing. Uh, I, oh, back to 91. Could have slapped the daylights out of you. Four other actresses claimed Seagal made sexual advances during late night casting sessions. That's back to 91. Out for justice. Uh, 2010. There's a huge jump between 90, 95 and 2010. Yeah. Ale- what alleged- was he doing there? Uh, maybe he was in jail. I don't know. <laughs> Perfecting his uh his skills. Yeah, maybe he was just better at it. <clears throat> alleged engaged, allegedly engaged in sexual harassment, illegal trafficking of women for sex, failure to prevent sexual harassment, and wrongful termination. Oh my God, what the hell's this guy dabbling? In? That lawsuit was withdrawn without explanation. In 2011, he was sued over his part in Maricopa County raid. With heavy weapons as and a tank, <laughs> for a resident suspicion of who was is suspected of cockfighting, and this is while he was taping for Lawman. Uh, a claim that eleven-year-old puppy was shot and killed during the raid. Uh, <laughs> the case was withdrawn and dismissed. So apparently, while he was taping the Lawman, yeah, Maricopa County, right? The, the Lawman's his his. TV made show where he's a cop. Well, it's one of them. 
Oh, he has more? Yeah, I think they, there's a, there's another one where he's in uh, someplace else. A puppy than... sustained blunt force trauma to the face. <laughs> so his a, front kick. Apparently. <laughs> his, his nasty front kick that can not go higher than your shins. I, I, saw, I saw that in the video. <laughs> so it's perfect for a puppy. Just He tried to kick the bad guy, but he got the puppy instead. That's horrible, dude. So uh, they went in his raid, and to to do something for ratings, he had one of those uh, urban assault tanks and, like, rode that into this fucking uh, arrest for this guy who was under suspicion of cockfighting. That makes sense. Nothing to bring a tank to a cockfighting. <laughs> uh, you know. In 2017, alleged sexual harassment during a movie audition. Alleged, during that an audition uh, in Steven Seagal's office, told her how important it was to have chemistry off screen before unzipping his pants. Oh. I want you to rub my sprayed on hair, dude. <laughs> Alleged, on the final day of shooting of Under Siege 2, Steven Seagal told a 16-year-old co-star, uh, his on-screen daughter, that he had girlfriends the same age as her at 16 years old. Uh, there was a photo of Steven Seagal with his hand on a 16-year-old, the, was it Catherine Hagel? 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 He's standing there, and he's got his hand on her breast. Oh, come on, now, Steven. Now, hold on. I, I will say this. Sometimes pictures are captured in... Uh, but this is like the 18th episode. Yeah, I know, I know. But So... I'd like to see. Well, I don't want to see the picture, but I can only imagine if I did see it. So now this this suit came up years after the movie happened. Uh, uh, was this uh, no, November of two thousand seventeen? A Dutch, a death, a Dutch model. Yeah, what you say? <laughs> what? Stated on Instagram. You mean the girl told me the girl? Sexually harassed her years earlier. So here's something. Here's something else that's interesting. <clears throat> His name is not pronounced Seagal. Oh, it's really pan- pronounced Seagal. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> they pronounce it douche, but it's spelled. <laughs> but supposedly, Seagal. Supposedly it's Seagal. Okay. But is, it, is that? Hold on. He <clears throat> went to a museum and he saw a Degal painting. And he liked the way Dagal sounds, so he made it Seagal. Oh, why does that not surprise me? You know what? I'm just going to change my name. You know what? Seagal sounds so much better. That sounds Seagull. like the greatest name ever. Seagal, the predator. So in 2018, he was accused <clears throat> of sexually assaulting an actress. Uh, okay, I'm seeing where you're going with this. And you weren't kidding, like, dude. I'm telling you, dude. Like, how? What is this? Like, episode twenty? He is an alleged piece of shit. I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's it's, and, and then when you watch his shit, and you know how arrogant he is. Like, oh, this 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 is the one that. Yeah, I can see that. So, the, he tells this chick. In. Uh, 93. So she was 18 in 93. 
he um, the, 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 it wasn't filed until 2018. Uh, she says she was 18 years old. She went to she was invited to his house for a post, uh, like a rap party for um, the movie. So they were wrapping a movie up. They were having a rap party at his house. Okay. So she went. She showed up to his house, and supposedly, allegedly, Seagal raped her. At his home. She showed up. There was no one else there except for Steven Seagal. In 2020, he had federal securities uh, violations uh, that he, he settled the, the, the case. Uh, so he's just paying motherfuckers off left and right. Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, and he was, he was involved in an uh, extortion. <clears throat> he was an attempted extortion victim. Involving his former producer. Uh, Look at these two names. So his former producer had ties to the Gambino family. Uh, yeah, well, the one guy's name is Gambino. Yeah, well. So, he, Julius. Don't read the names. Well, it's former producer Julius Nasso. He's a Gambino family captain. Well, you, you had told me this story before. Do you want to go on this one? Yeah, so uh, I've heard stories of, like, you know, how Steven Seagal tries to play that tough guy on on TV and behind the scenes and off, off camera and then gets put in his fucking place. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so... Apparently, where what I don't know what they were filming. He was on set for somewhere with Gene LaBelle, famous uh, wrestler, like oldie time wrestler, right? Uh, he 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 was working as a stunt coordinator. Okay, so the guy's like a legit like like wrestler, like. So, this happened while they were filming Out for Justice. Okay. LaBelle was a stunt coordinator. Uh, yeah, he's nobody to be to be toiled. Hold on, in ninety one. Now deceased LaBelle was working as stunt coordinator on the Aikido documentary Out for Justice. Oh, okay. I see. I'm jumping ahead here. I totally. No, no, no. This, 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 I want you to tell the story because you, you're the one who told me this. Okay. So, you know, I think it was, uh, I want to say Kevin Hart or somebody. And <laughs> Steven Seagal claimed that you can't jump me out. There's no way you could choke me out. And Gene LaBelle was like, okay, well, let's try this. And he put him in a headlock and <laughs> he fucking choked Steven Seagal out to the point where he shit himself. And pissed himself. And pissed himself. Yeah. And apparently, like, he ran away. He's like, I gotta go. He's like, I may have had an accident. <laughs> and, like, how embarrassed, like, you, you know, like, hmm. I don't know. So I totally believe that because uh, it's been told by multiple. I think it was uh, it, it, uh, uh, who's Kevin the, Hart. Who's the blonde? The blonde guy that with uh, he's always with. Um, he's always in the Happy Madison production. Yeah, he was getting Waterboy. He's yeah, like, you can do it. Yeah, Rob Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. I actually saw him live. Did you? Yeah. Um, and they tell the same story. Actually, they have multiple stories. I don't know if you have them in here. No. But we can go over them if you want. And uh, 
but yeah, it just goes to show you, it's like, yeah, how, like, like, first off, his Aikido, that's an old, legit form of martial arts, but it's meant for, to defend against, when your last attack is you don't have your sword, and somebody's coming at you with a sword, you want to do everything to deflect somebody with a sword, okay? But... Anybody who's anybody knows you put a boxer in a cage with an MMA fighter, you know, or vice versa. Like you have one, especially like Wing Chun, and you put him in with like a Thai boxer or um, Thai kickboxer. That guy's getting fucked up all day long. It's just, there's no, you know. So I feel that that's like the same thing with Steven Seagal. He's like, oh, I'm just going to slap you to death. Like, this guy just like blocks you, puts you in a headlock, and you shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, either because there was a gag order or because in the stunt business, what happens on a set stays in a step. LaBelle has never confirmed or denied this story. And in an interview, he said, We had a little altercation or difference of opinion. There were, there were 30 stuntmen and cameramen watching. Sometimes Steven has a tendency to cheese off the wrong people. You can get hurt doing that. That's the only thing he'll say about it. <laughs> so to me, look, if you and me are talking, that's confirmation that this uh, shit fucking yeah. happened. Well, if you listen to like the the Joe Rogan experience, so that's a, another one. But I think that's where we're, uh, I originally heard it. They had the uh, um, the actor who was on set with him with Gene Labelle telling it on the Joe Rogan experience. I think even Joe Rogan, he's like, oh, yeah, you know how uh, Gene LaBelle is. He's like, yeah, you know. Uh. But uh, go go, go look at that. I mean, it's, why would you have to lie about something like that? It's just a funny story. And you look at the douchebaggedness of this guy, and you would say, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. Uh, so Steven Seagal has an extensive sword collection, and at one time had a custom gun made for him once a month. Oh, okay. Let me get. It's probably a 1911. Because that's what he uses in all of his movies. Is it? Yeah. Or a Beretta. A Beretta 95. So, uh, before we talk about some of the stuff, we, these, these are all his movies that he's made or had some kind of credit on, whether it's a writing credit or a producer credit or an acting credit. And there's a shit ton of them here. Yeah, he's made, no doubt, a shit ton of movies, but they're all awful. And most of them were direct-to-video, except for Machete. Uh, he was a Machete? Yeah. Machete. Huh. Uh, let me Pretty see. terrible in that as well. Where? I don't even remember him. That's how bad he was. I don't know that I saw Machete. <clears throat> uh, this is, that's his, that was his first wide release since 2002. Machete, and he was an actor in it. That's it. The keeper. Hold on, let me read some. But of these. he, hold on. But he was nominated for some awards. From who? What? It's it's the world's worst movie makers. Yes, they, they were Razzie awards. <laughs> you, you the get, golden Razzie. Yeah, you get a, so you uh, get a, tro- uh, a trophy. It's a turd. Hold on, listen. He in 1995 for On Deadly Ground, he was nominated for worst actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He was nominated for Worst Picture and Worst Director, and he won Worst Director. Oh, my God. He totally is. Now, listen. You 
you have to if you're interested and you want to you want to have a good laugh watch space ice reviews of steven seagal movies oh it's funny as shit and then he also does like he compares van damme to seagal and uh, you know he he loves van damme and uh he hypes him up and it's funny because it's like it's cheesy but van damme's movie or i'm sorry uh uh Seagal's later movies are fun. First off, he runs like a girl, and they constantly bring that up. He's like, "I don't run like a girl," and like you totally run like a girl. Like what your your hands are like weird like this like, and uh, now that you said that, I picture it. Oh my god, are you it, like um? <laughs> I think it was Mark for Dead. Uh, that was his classic like running scene, and um, the one where he's training and he's like he gets that girl he puts her in hiding and he's like running up and down the hill i, mean, I can't remember which one was marked for dead i think that was the was one marked for death marked for death but he his it's fucking hilarious it's embarrassing to be honest with you so for executive decision in 97 he was <laughs> he was nominated for worst supporting actor and worst actor uh fired down below in 98 uh worst picture Worst screen couple oh shared God. with his guitar. They're all worst. Worst, 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 worst. Worst original song. Uh, Half Past Dead in 2003. Worst actor. Nominated. He only won one. So that, that What was his winning victory? Worst actor. So he never won. Or worst director. He never won anything like fairly good movie. No. So here's the movies. So above the law, hard to kill, Mark for death, Alfred Justice are the ones that I've always liked. Under I think everything after Under Siege, yes, was shit. Yeah, pretty much so. Under Siege two, uh, executive yeah. decision when that when that first came out, I was excited that it was coming out. Steven Seagal was in it, Kurt Russell was in it, and I'm like, okay. And then it came out, and like Steven Seagal's in it for like ten minutes. Well, that that is on par with his movies nowadays. So, like, first off, he claims that he taught Anderson Silva that famous front kick. See, I, I had that in here, and I don't know where the fuck that shit is. But when you look at his movie, maybe when he was in the 90s, but he didn't train him then. He can't get his leg up above your ankle. So, Silva confirms that he did train with him. Oh, yeah, he absolutely did. There's video of it, this yeah. and that. But they're saying that, like, Anderson Silva's, like, doesn't even really speak English that well. And he says, you know, he's such a nice guy that he just, yeah, I, I trained with him. Yeah, he did that, whatever. He's not going to deny it or confirm it. So, I, I, it's bullshit. You watch him fight Steven Seagal, and it looks like the fake martial arts. Well, here's what I want you to do. If you're listening to this on uh, mm. a podcast, go to YouTube, look us up, go to our YouTube channel, watch this. I don't know what time mark this is, but I'm going to put up a video of from one of his movies of him fighting and a video of one of the Bullshito, because we, we, did, we, yeah. did, we did an episode on, on Bullshito, uh, and we mentioned this guy, we showed this clip, and I, I want you to look at this clip, and I want you to look at Steven Seagal fighting and tell me if that's not the same exact <laughs> shit. Yeah, you know, it's it's 
I, I think Aikido is a legit sport or martial arts. So is uh, Wing Chun. So is the... I think what the Buddhist monks practice is Wing Chun as well. Yes. But when you watch a Buddhist monk or somebody who knows Wing Chun goes into a ring with somebody who knows boxing, kickboxing, they get the fuck beat out of them. They look like fools. They look like morons. And it's the same thing. I think if he went in the ring, you can do all this slap bullshit. You're going to get knocked the fuck out, pal. But uh, not only that, his one asshole move, too, that everybody says on set with him, is he goes, like, full throttle, like, showing you things. And there's a, there's multiple videos of it where he's showing you a move. You're just supposed to go slow. And he just chops the ever-loving fuck out of the dude's neck and, like, knocks him out. That's like, that's like cold oh, cocking somebody. I was going half speed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You should have manned up. Sorry, my dick's too hard. I don't know slow speed. So the funny thing about the one <laughs> the one video you showed, he, go, he goes, here's Steven Seagal, still walking. And some, <laughs> somehow it's to Nintendo music. Yeah. yeah. And here comes Steven Seagal waddling down the hallway to Nintendo music. <laughs> it's like, dude. His music sucks. And like all his. See, now I watched that movie. And and me and Nathan watched it. Nathan watched it. And he's walking. It's an hour and a half movie. He's walking for an hour and 20 minutes. I doubt that. It's probably not even him. Like all his movies. Well, no. uh, Through an hour and 20 minutes of the movie, all they show him is walking. Every once in a while, he'll take a swipe with his his, his flimsy plastic sword <laughs> well if you notice like all his movie when he's oh this is the older steven seagal where he's fat and he's trying to wear like a you know a, a trench coat to cover up his big gut he's got a sprayed on fake hair and the, what the one movie he didn't even fucking get up he got up like twice in the movie and every other scene was he's walking up the stairs they use a stunt double and yeah. they never show his face and they, they constantly dub over his voice for God knows why. And, uh, but. Uh, the, the one video, it's like his voice kept changing. Or the one movie, his voice changed like four or five different times. And you could tell it does not sound like him. And the, all his movies are like the same. It's like somebody gets kidnapped. He's got to fly over to another country. Uh, but instead of concerning himself with that, he goes to the strip club. He falls in love with the the local, you know, uh, stripper, and then they go do their own thing. The stripper betrays him, and then he kills everyone, and then he gets the person who was stolen back. And it's like so predictable, and but or has no plot or whatever, just complete garbage. But well, even when Glimmer Man came out. Which is also a '96. I'm like, oh, oh Glimmer Man, another, and I watched. But doesn't even say Glimmer Man. It says the the Glimmer. No, it's it's split two pages. Oh, oh, okay. It it it's. I'm like, oh my god, why did I pay money to see this? <laughs> I want my fucking money back. Give me my twelve dollars back. So like, scroll down like towards the so bottom. Fire down below sucked. Patriot sucked. Exit wounds, I, I didn't think was a hundred percent horrible. He was horrible in it. 
But the He's rest horrible of, in everything. The rest of the movie wasn't. Uh, out for out for the kill. Clementine into the sun. Submerged. Today you die. Pistol whipped. How far do you want me to go down? Honestly, I don't think he made this many movies. Uh, it, all direct to video. But his movies are all the same. He's like some fat, at, and he's always special forces. <sighs> and it, it's funny too because like they went like <laughs> they showed a map of his one. He's always changing like his accent, and um, <laughs> even when he's in. Um, the uh, his lawman series, they're like, dude. It's like when you talk to a white guy, you're like, "How you doing, bud? Come on over here, let me search you down." And then he talks to a, they're like Asian person, he's constantly bowing to him. And he turns to a, like a, a black person, he's like, "He's like, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Come on, yeah, I know, I know the white man pushing you down, pressing <laughs> you." <laughs> and it's like, dude, who are you? And uh, uh. He's in the one movie, I can't remember which one it is, which terrible fucking movie, I lost count. But he's looking at a map, and he's got a knife, and he's like, yeah. He has like a southern accent. He's like, I think we're going to go over. Attack right about him. <laughs> you like, yo, yo. <laughs> and the space ice guy goes, he goes, no, the sudden, Steven Seagal, for some reason, turns into Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's so fucking funny. I'm glad it's there, and I'm glad he's so terrible, so I can like get this comedic relief from him. But like I said, I I the first four movies I liked. I, I agree with you. Like I, he was a shit back in the day, but I think we didn't and, know, and I'll still watch him. Like I'll even knowing he's a shit bag. Yeah. Those first four movies. Yeah. When he goes into the pool hall, in um, uh, he plays Nico in. Oh, above the law. When he goes into the pool hall, and and he beats the fuck out of everybody in that yeah. pool hall. I love that. I love that scene. But his fight scenes now are just atrocious. Like you can tell, like they're not. They're just con- like replays, like old Van Damme movies. Like he threw a guy out a window, and they shot it from like sixteen different angles and replayed it like five times, and that was like a third of the movie, because he can't come up with enough content. To make an hour and a half movie, so he just fills it with filler bullshit. And then every broom they're in that he fights, he slaps the guy to death and destroys the entire room, throws him in everything. And <laughs> awesome. <laughs> On that video, I just watched that video again. The, the one where I guess he gets he gets it. His wife gets mugged, and the mugger gets end up dying. And he goes to jail for six years. Because okay. you were in special forces. Yeah, it's always special forces. And then uh, he gets out, and then he gets mugged again, for real. For real. <laughs> and he goes, he kills the two guys. He goes, then he steals his car to cover up the fact that he stole his car. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he committed a crime to cover up the crime, the fact that he committed the crime. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he has this, like, the plot's so stupid. But then, they said apparently the police don't have to go around anywhere. They all come to the same parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's in the middle of nowhere and all the cops show up. And well, when he has his shootouts, like half the time, he, I'm, I'm not kidding you, Mike. 
He's like pointing the gun like behind him like this, just shooting on the run with the gun, not even looking. Or when he shoots, he's like, he's like, like closed eyed and somehow. But I remember in those first four movies, I remember someone telling me what he actually holds the weapon right. And oh, he's an avid shooter. Clears the room properly. He's an. um, That's in the first four movies. I don't know. I think I'd have to go back. I, I think he's so full of himself right now. Back then, I never really looked at that. He's shit. so cocky, like what? Like I think he really does believe that you know he, he could walk into a strip club and pick up some hot Asian, you know, chick, but she's gonna fuck. And it's like, dude, like you couldn't pay me enough to fucking like kit as a woman. As a woman actor, there's probably no way you could pay her enough that she's like, oh, I'm actually got to make out with him. And he probably eats like, yeah, it's a lot. I eat onions and garlic before I kiss you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just took a giant shit. (laughs) Forgot to wipe. There's no toilet paper, so I just use my fucking Aikido hand. (laughs) What was the one you told me about him him reading the movie script? (laughs) Oh, it was Rob Schneider. He says, uh, yeah, I was working on this uh, movie with him or just something on the set. And he goes, he walks out of the um, his trailer and he goes, I just read the greatest script of all time. And Rob Schneider says, oh, yeah, who wrote it? He goes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, like, really? And then that's, but that's how he is. And what was the one? He was on like, um, he was on set and it was like a boat. And, uh. They're like, don't go that way. You can't go. He's like, I'll go generally. I won't. And he or did something stupid. He ended up opening the door and he like walked off of the stage like into the water. Yeah. Because he didn't want to listen. I'm going to change. Yeah. And his his I don't have you ever seen his um uh his cop show the what's it called um the one was the law I think he had two cops lawman. I think he had two of them. He's, he's down in Louisiana, and he's like he's talking with like the southern accent. He's like, what's up, brother? How you doing? I can't do a Louisiana accent. And um, But I remember they're like, uh, in the beginning of the, like, the rolling credits, he's like, yeah. He's like, they're like, look at the Seagal vision. And they'd like go, and they'd like do this weird thing where they'd zone in on something. He's always said, you know, watch watch the hands. You always gotta watch the hands. It's lawman. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, you know what? Kind of that makes sense. Yeah, because. <laughs> but he's still a douche. What was with the yellow sunglasses? Oh, you can see better at night with them. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Yes. Are you that gay? You gotta wear. You're so important and so tough. Well, why you gotta, you gotta wear, be gay to wear yellow sunglasses? You gotta wear dude. yellow. So you're so tactical. You gotta wear yellow sunglasses twenty four seven. Well, you never know when you're gonna draw your weapon. <laughs> you never know when you're gonna draw your weapon and shoot over your shoulder backwards. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Can we trash him more? Um, I don't think we can. I mean, how much more can we say that, like, Steven Seagal, if you're listening. But, hold on. If you, what, what I found when I, when you brought this up, 
I thought we were just going to talk about how shitty most of his movies were. But then I read all this other stuff, and... You found out what a shitty person he was. He's just a shitty person. Yeah, he's like a fucking, like, I can do Allegedly. No, you look at his attitude. He's definitely like that. I'm just saying that, that he has no convictions. Allegedly. Oh, what? There's a zombie movie that he's in. Yeah, that's horrible. That it's so dark that you can't even see him for like three quarters of the movie. That's the one that I watched. Yeah, and then he's and, got that flimsy sword. Right. So, <laughs> not, you have these zombies in this whole movie. Don't say a fucking word. And then towards the end of the movie, like the last 15 <laughs> They're minutes, like all smart. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, we know where you're going. We know what you're going to do. We know we could do this and we could do that. We organize. Like the zombies talking <laughs> to the lady. Right, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. The, the plots are terrible. It's, but then you know what? We do gain from this such cheesy, like. So bad, and I wanted I wanted so more from that one guy. He only has so many videos, but I want more. See, I I've always looked at and uh, evaluated every movie I've seen based on the time that they were made. <clears throat> okay, so I don't try to take Star Wars from nineteen seventy eight and try to stack it up against the uh, special effects they have now. Okay? Right, right. I, I rate it for the time that it was made. <laughs> and I, I think I've taught Nathan to do that. Nathan looks at movies at the for the time that... Okay, oh, that's an 80s movie, so this is how things were. Okay. Right. But his movies just... It doesn't matter what era they're from. They're, I think you're just... At this point, he's just cranking them out for God knows what reason. Maybe for money. Up pay off all his fucking lawsuits and regardless of how bad the movie is he's still got a name is he married I think at one point he was I think he had a lawsuit with that chick too I don't know it's like dude I'm give it up Steven so you're not tough (laughs) one of the movies he um he ended up like divorcing his wife or Something because she was balding or whatever. <laughs> and the guy's like, are you fucking kidding me? This was you 20 years ago. <laughs> he had, you know, he was balding 20 years ago. I don't know. Uh, yeah, supposedly married to... can't even fucking pronounce that name. Erdin... Aired in Tuna. <laughs> Aired out Tuna. <laughs> She's, he's married to Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> he is father of seven kids? <laughs> they preface and say, Steven Seagal is not having an affair with anyone presently. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, his sexual orientation is straight. He's 70 years old. Yeah, he's 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 up there. Like, who? you're not fooling anybody, dude. I want to see what his real hair looks like. Like, own the baldness, bro. Yeah, like, just shave your fucking head. Admit that, like, you're, you're 70 years old. You can't kick... <laughs> 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 Admit you can't... Yeah. 
And, like, all his shit, like, he doesn't hit anybody in the movies. It's all... I'm gonna patty smack you in the face so you have fallen over from tiredness. <laughs> I just thought that we needed a, uh, some kind of comedic shout out to what if he got back to us? Like, I will fucking kill every last one of you. Uh, Steve, here's my address. Stop by. <laughs> yeah. Come on the podcast with us. If I could figure out how to get people and interview him. Hmm. He just seems like a narcissist to me. Yeah. For, for legit. Like, I'm badass. I mean, and he did have, like, the legit. He was the first person, first American to have, uh, to be able to, I guess, teach Aikido in, or had his own dojo in yeah, Japan. It, there, there's there's some... Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> the dojo that he was involved in over in Japan was his his wife's. He was married to some chick. Okay. And it was his wife's father's dojo. And he didn't actually own it. He was just... Just showed up one day? He was just teaching there. And when he says about training all these guys, what was the only dojo in Japan that would train Americans because it was an American trainer. Right. And that's how that happened. And he basically ran it into the ground and then came back to the United States. Oh, no. His story's falling more and more to the wayside, man. Started another family and opened a dojo in the United States. And that started failing. That's when he got into the movie business uh, doing stunts <clears throat> and stuff. Doing stunt coordinatorship. So, yeah and no. Okay, I didn't know that. That's that's that even cements harder into the ground what a d bag he is. Can't reach him. Anyhow, uh, that, that's Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ship bag of the year. Ship bag sob of the year. And uh, allegedly, alleged. You see for yourself, and you'll know real quick. Are you uh, on Steven Seagal's side, or Seagal? Or are you on the rest of the world side? Me? Not you, our listeners. Oh. All five of you. Comment below. I expect five comments, because there's five of you listening. (laughs) Uh, So, we took on Steven Seagal. You go take on the world. No cigar movies. This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hold on to that. Welcome back to the Shit Show 2.0. Okay, Boomer. Damn, Millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who who are obviously mentally ill. You want to be my wife? Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. 